Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. And welcome to episode 33 of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And I'm John. And we have a special guest with us from Fergus, and his name is Dan Gray. Welcome, Dan. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, Dan is a... a well, I'm going to call you a psychic medium, but you're not a professional, or you don't do it for money right now, no. but uh, this is something that occurred to you back when you were very young, I understand. I've been able to do this in some sort of way since, well, as long as I can I can remember, and I've had family members of my past be able to sort of help me along the way in understanding what it is and mm-hmm. how it works, and I don't... I don't do this in the way that a lot of people say, oh, can you talk to my grandfather and tell me what he's saying? Right. I, I don't have that ability. I don't have the ability to say, okay, Dan's Dan's grandpa wants, I want to talk to him, what's he saying? It, it, right. I don't have the ability to do that. I have the ability, on the other hand, to hear of a subject or yep. or a person comes up or see somebody, and if there's somebody following them around that has something to say to them... Mm-hmm. I'm able to kind of go that way. But if they don't have anything to say to you, generally speaking, you're not going to get them. You're not going to get them to come through. You're not going to be able to communicate with them. But I have I have what I call a, a crew of mm-hmm. spirit guides that if them. I can't find somebody yeah. or did my cat make it over properly? <laughs> I don't know. I and mean, I say that kind of kiddingly. And if the person that I mm-hmm. that uh, asked me that question not recent, not too long ago hears that, I'm not. I'm not making a joke of it. But I don't know that answer right off the bat. I can ask my spirit guides. I can ask. Mm-hmm. Have the ability to say to other people, and they make it back and say, "Okay, yeah, the cat made it over, or it's waiting at Rainbow Bridge, or it's wherever it is." But I may get nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm horrible when people ask me things and I don't have something to not tell them. Right. I got nothing. I just leave them hanging and they're like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you like three weeks ago. Yeah, I know. But To be continued. You mentioned family has helped you out along the way. Uh, so does this run in the family, this psychic ability? I believe, although my grandmother would never admit to it straight out, mm-hmm. that she was able to um, do this. Yeah. But when she was able to describe my friend or my, my visible friend to me when I was younger, mm-hmm. right down to a T, I knew there was something going on. Right. And then she was also able to tell me different locations in town, yeah. in my hometown and the area that were haunted that a lot of people mm-hmm. either didn't know the story to or didn't know they were haunted or knew they were haunted but didn't know by what. Right. So I feel like there, either she was or she knew people that were and she was able to pass that along to me. And one of the things she always said to me was, don't ever let what everybody else thinks about you in any way, shape, or form yeah. determine what you do. Now, I fail at that because I, I don't generally do this. Like, right. It took Dan probably two months of yeah. talking to me to come here and, <laughs> and actually be on the, it was a hard on the podcast. Yeah. There's 80% of people believe this stuff mm-hmm. happens privately. But when you start to say, do you believe it publicly, yes. that number drops drastically because yeah. they don't want to be seen as crazy and believing the paranormal. 
That's or believing that there's ghosts that haunt places or things that are co- that they'll call things coincidences mm-hmm. that are actually people trying to send them a message but they don't quite grasp that or they don't want to tune in you're taught from a very young age and maybe it's a society thing but from a very young age you're taught there's no such thing as ghosts there's no such thing as if you talk to children they'll tell you that lots of them have invisible friends yep. mm-hmm. by the time you're 9, 10, and 11 years old your parents have told you yep. there's no such thing as invisible friends Right. So you get taught that it's just not, mm-hmm. it's not okay to believe in it. Right. And I think more as podcasts like this come along and as the shows that are on television come out, some of which are legit, some of which are Hollywood. maybe a little more Hollywood, mm-hmm. um, come out, I believe more people that believe in it have no problem at least saying, okay, I'm open to the idea. Right. Mm-hmm. Podcasts as this one and others hopefully convert people mm-hmm. that are listening to them right. to, yeah, to and believe if you, And if you're listening, you've got a little a hint of interest and, and belief. Yeah. Anybody who's listening to this right now has mm-hmm. some sort of interest and belief that this could be occurring. Right. And if I'm talking to them and they're seeing coincidences in their life, more often than not, i found when I talk to people that have coincidences, it's not so much a coincidence as it's somebody trying to tell you something. Exactly. I, I was talking to John here, and I told you again at, yep. at, at dinner before this, little things that happen in your homes or in, in your vehicles that mm-hmm. go along with being, well, that's just a coincidence. The radio didn't work. Or, that's mm-hmm. a coincidence. My hot water took forever to get here today. Yeah. Well, that's somebody trying to tell you, hey, mm-hmm. just, just listen for a minute or yep. at least try and get somebody... If you can't listen, get somebody to help you yep. get, get the whatever message. the message is. Yeah, get the message. Now, we on the podcast, we definitely we put it out there that we are educational about this as well. And I think it's, it's good education. You had this from a very young age. And uh, where I'm going with this is, you know, there's probably parents out there that have kids too that maybe they're noticing that they have, uh, you know, a little bit of this ability. What would you advise? Because you grew up with it, and you were telling me about being at school. You know, you you know, you get a message and you pass it along to the to some of the kids, and they're just they're mean to you. I, I was a target of bullying because of this, <laughs> right? But then we're talking. I went to school. We're looking at like twenty years ago now, twenty twenty five years ago. Again, back when there wasn't the internet, when there wasn't right. things that. You can go home and do a little bit of research. And if I'm talking to a parent today, the kid says, your your mom doesn't like your husband or mm-hmm. or whatever to that effect. And they just look at you and go, mm-hmm. okay, you're, that's your imagination talking. Yeah. Do a little research. Pull right. up a Google. Look for signs of psychics in children. Look mm-hmm. for signs of – because just because you can't do it right. doesn't mean – your parents couldn't do it. It's it's a generational thing, and I believe very much it skips generations, right? Or at least the belief in it skips generations. Mm-hmm. And I believe to an extent most children are psychic and can see imaginary friends. Can see if your child is more creative and he's drawing pictures, or she's drawing pictures and she's saying this is so and so. Take them to somebody. Take take them to a psychic fair. Take them take them down to. And, and you're not going to be looked at as, as crazy, at least not these days. Back mm. in the day, you might have been. But these days, you're not going to be looked at as crazy to say, my kid is drawing pictures of people and saying they're this person, and I've never heard of them before. Mm. 
take the picture, take the kid, go down to the nearest psychic fair and say, hey, what do you think? Right. And you might find a lot out about that individual that your kid drew a picture about. Mm-hmm. Stuff you didn't even know or wouldn't even dream of. And I think a lot of it too is parents are scared. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like because of their belief system. Like if, you, if you're religious or whatever or, or whatever your beliefs are, they might say, well, you know, little Billy here is talking to imaginary friends and he's describing, you know, this old guy that could be my grandfather and, and that scares people and they mm-hmm. might want to shut that down. Right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I've had, and like you said, I think a lot of kids do have psychic abilities. Mm-hmm. I agree. And the imaginary friends are spirits that they see. And we, we say, no, no, that's just your imaginary friend. Shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. Yeah. And it goes away. And, but for like, people like you who have a strong, stronger sense or strong, you know, you're more in tune. Like, what did your mom and dad think about? Uh, well, I, I said to you, just, I think today when I talked to my dad about coming here and doing in the podcast, and one might be the third conversation in my life I've had with my dad about ghosts in town and okay. being able to talk to them, etc. Because it's something that I did shut down for, for years. I'm 13, 14, 15 years old, and, and going on for, even a little bit older when I first met my friend um we i would do it kind of quietly but i would never say and i still don't obviously say yeah your grandpa wants to talk to you, your your mom wants to talk to you, your cousin wants to talk right. to you. I, I it's a judgmental thing for me mm-hmm. and i was judged and bullied for it when i was younger so it's hard for me to and and the skepticism's always there i could tell you that your grandfather wore this and this and this on his wedding day and they want to tell you this and somebody will look at you and say, well, you did some research. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I didn't. But if you don't want to believe, right. you're not going to believe. Yeah, you don't have access to people's it, photo albums and their if, homes and you know, you're you're, describing what grandpa's wearing. It, if your child says, Johnny, my friend, hurt himself, who are you to tell your child that that's not mm-hmm. right? Except for your belief system right. says... Oh, there's no such thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the religions. And if you want to get into that, there's there's people will say, well, there's no, no such thing as the afterlife in the Bible. There is. Go look for it. Mm-hmm. You, paranormal is not so much. Right. But a belief in some place to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe being able to speak with them. There's references to that. Oh, yeah. I don't know them offhand. But well, heaven I went, and hell, right? The two the, main ones. The, 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 yes, there's the, there's the belief in... Heaven and a hell. In purgatory but and my belief system works in and I grew up in a United Church and mm-hmm. my my pastor would probably shoot me for saying this. <laughs> but it took me a long time to realize that I think there's probably more likely dimensions that we live in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where when we see we see ghosts or we see they've left this dimension, they're stuck in a different dimension and they can't get where they want to go. They don't have the guidance, willingness and sometimes I just don't have a reason. It's better to stay here and see what my friends and family are doing than move on. See, some of the, some of the spirits that John and I have moved, we get the sense that they're a little bit afraid to move along mm-hmm. because they don't know what's past that. What's that outside next. that dimension. Yes. And mm-hmm. we think, like, you know, if they thought they weren't good enough in life, then they think they might be going to hell, that kind of thing. And, I mean, I hope... John and I are not selling them, a, you know, selling them down yeah. the river. Or, a, a, but we've, I've often said to them when they connected them, listen, listen, you know, there's nothing to be afraid of. You are what you are. This is the way you were born. This is the way you're wired. You can't help that, and you, you need to move on because there's there's other things out there. And so far, so good. Yeah, we don't. We've never had anyone resist or come back. 
that we, we know have, of. Yes, we have had somebody given. come back. And well, I know th- I know they can come back if they want to. But the, of the homes that we've cleared, yeah. we've never had anyone call us back and say, "Listen, it's starting up again," or it's yeah. acting up. They're again. floating in the air while they're calling you, us. Or something. Yeah, you you can't you can't make them go. You can do your best to you can give them a gentle nudge to and, give them a nudge, right? To draw them towards you and explain to them that that what you stayed here for is done. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not important anymore. I want to say it. Not that it's not important, because to them it's important. Whatever reason they stayed here to them was very important at the time. But then they get stuck here in the in the idea that what was important 10, 15, 20 years ago, well, that person they stayed here for has probably not paid much attention to them for the last five. And if you can convince them at that point in time that it, it's better to move on, if they have a reason or they have somebody waiting for them or whatever else, they'll move. We were talking off air about... Uh, one of the little kids that wanders around where we're at today. Mm-hmm. And I was able to fill you in a little bit more. He has all the reasons in the world to stick around. My understanding, he drowned in a quarry. Mm-hmm. And from what I picked up, he is related to yet another uh, another spirit in town. And because the other spirit's in town, he has a relative here. So why, why move on? Plus, things happen here. There's energy sources to be gained from here. Other people, yeah. other... And, and he has no real reason to say, okay, well, yep. to him, the other side, when you're four years old, the other side's boring, yep. full of, of the unknown where he knows he knows here. Yep. And that's the other thing you find out when you do this long enough is if they know what goes on, they don't know what's to come next, it's harder to move them. Right. If you can move them in one or two or three years mm-hmm. of them passing over or passing on, I found that I find those spirits much easier to move than the ones that have been around for seventy, right. okay. because they understand they they understand their dimension they're in now. They get that they're stuck there, mm-hmm. but they're comfortable there. Mm-hmm. John, who's up at the at the place we were just at, at he's been there for however long we can figure. He's comfortable there. Right. He has no real mm-hmm. pull to go to the other side, but he's not harming anything. No, he's just he, grumpy old fart, and he floats. I don't around. even think he's grumpy. I just think he just floats around and he's nosy. Mm-hmm. He and he's happy. Giving, you know what? giving emotions to ghosts is kind of a, a funny thing to say, but you know if you run into them because you guys have done it. Oh yeah, where Since the anger and yep. <laughs> some of them are just total. Uh, well, there's totally, gonna be frustration. Totally sometimes, like right? that Alice lady that we moved, the one that when yeah. you're when you're painting the house there, and she almost knocked you off the well, she ladder. Well, basically, there. did yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but uh, we moved her along, and but we had help. We had her husband step in. Yeah. The yeah. understanding to that though too is. We move them along, or they try to push you off a ladder, or they throw up. I've had a clock thrown at me. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I've had somebody throw a clock at me. John's got you beat. We, we, <laughs> I'm sure he does. He's had fists I, thrown at I, him. I, I, and I appreciate, and you said you've been, you've been swung at him. Oh, I've been I, punched in the face. I've been pushed, but I, ha- but I believe from doing some research, and this is not from talking with them or dealing mm-hmm. with the other side. But the amount of energy it takes for them to do something in this dimension, in this <coughs> realm, from the dimension and realm that they're in is extraordinary. Mm-hmm. So your lights your lights go dim at home. Yeah. They're, they're pulling yeah. energy. Your water takes longer. They're pulling energy. They want to either communicate with you or they're going to move something mm-hmm. or make something happen, like your, your, off, your yeah. DVD thing. Yep. They're going to make something happen that makes you sit up and go, hmm. <laughs> yeah. And your light, remember your light uh, 
came on or off. Oh, the, the uh, backroom lights. Yeah. Just as I was editing a podcast, <laughs> and just sit there, and then the lights just went out. And yeah. I it was, was one like, of those the, the dimmer ones where you have to yeah, click yeah. it with your palm, right? So yeah. okay, here's a question. So they're doing that. They want to communicate with you. What would you recommend? Because sometimes I react like it's something that's trying to. You always me off, see. Right? You always think it's negative. Yeah, and see, that's, that's part problem. of why I've toned down because I'm. But I'm also getting too much black, right? Well, I, and you, I, I have a friend that gets mad because I tell them to go jump in the lake. <laughs> I, if I if I don't want to to deal with them at that point in time, because they have the ability to basically call up and say hello when I want to. I I know a lot of people don't, but again, if you tune into this podcast, you might think you do, and you might actually be able to do it with a little research or a little. I call it quiet time. Mm-hmm. No distractions. Right. It doesn't matter if you're laying in bed at night, if you're if you're sitting on the ground outside of whatever, looking up at the sky. And I have a strong belief that if, if you want to hear the message, mm-hmm. you can hear the message. So if somebody's trying to get through to you, and you believe that it, that it's a I just got a wicked chill. On my oh, it's, it got really cold here, real yeah, quick. Yeah, just did. Yeah, and there's someone, there's someone yeah. standing right over here. There's a couple that are here, yeah. and so they're reinforcing what you're saying. This right is now. this is the norm, but for us, Danny. So uh, this is you know this, this is, is my normal too. Well, but I just is, don't like this to admit this new. is my normal. Yeah. But yeah. freaked one of the guys out at work the other day because I told him there's a ghost in his in his basically his office area, and he goes, "I've seen it. I didn't believe it. Well, yeah, it's there." But, um, <laughs> Now he does. He almost doesn't want to go back there, but he doesn't have a choice for another year and a bit before he's retired. But mm-hmm. hey, at least he's not in my area, so I'm good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you're talking meditation, or even just a quiet place, or we'll listen for the messages. And, and if that doesn't seem to be helping you, yeah. And approach somebody, and I want to say like me, but I'm still kind of yep. whether I do this publicly or not. But there's somebody you had a Kelly Elson who's been on the podcast with you guys before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Approach her. See, I, I'm yeah. getting things that are happening in my life. Yep. That are coincidences or not normal or my lights go off, TV doesn't work, my VCR is not working, my VCR, there we go, we, yeah. we dated ourselves, <laughs> yeah, VCR is right. not working, DVD is not working, Netflix my, doesn't come in, my internet player is not working. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's okay. My Atari stopped working three days ago, but yeah, <laughs> something, something's not working or something just doesn't seem to be right and you can't figure it out, approach somebody you believe. It must be I, very frustrating for spirits too, if they're trying to get a message you know, they get angry. Yeah, and they're like, and, "Man, yeah. I've been showing this guy like these images, or or I've been putting something on his." I knocked his television over. What? Yeah, you know, <laughs> and uh, he's just not listening, right? No. I, I can imagine that a lot of them are just like, "Oh, like I wish, like, yeah, John would just listen." He's always worried about these black six-legged freak shadow uh, <laughs> yeah. guys. But just... I'm sitting there telling them, trying to tell them, like, you know, go play these lotto numbers or. Or invest in oh, this, or, or your dad's coming but, through, or you know. Yeah, and, uh, no, it's true. There must be a ton of spirits that just sit there, go. Oh, but I wish these guys would just occasionally, and, and I oh, was yeah. talking about this at dinner too. Those spirits will come through my crew your to me and, and say, "You need to get in touch with yeah so and so." They're not going to believe you. You're going to tell them this, then they're going to believe you. Mm-hmm. And I've called people out of the blue and said. I have something for you. You're not going to believe me. They told me to tell you this, and you're going to believe me. Okay, so what do they have to say? Mm-hmm. I've also had the same people hang up on me. Right. So you gave us a, a crazy example at dinner there, and we won't use names. Yeah. And you but, said some of you didn't want to talk about, but is there any that you do? But you were, you were telling well, us okay. about soldiers. 
Canadian soldiers. I, I, I've had a few recent and not so recent Canadian soldiers that'll come through me and I'll call parents. I'll call. And these are recent ones from Afghanistan. These are we're recent not from Afghanistan. Like we're not talking World War One, World War Two. No. We're talking Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not the parents over here the podcast unless I share it with them, but they know who I'm talking about. And and they'll say, well, you're not. I had one blatantly tell me you're not talking to them. And I describe what the kid was wearing when they asked me to. Mm-hmm. And what they did, and then it was all of a sudden, okay, now you're you're talking. What were we talking about that lady at at uh, dinner about uh, the quarry and everything else? Yeah, I never heard I never heard anything about that until yeah, tonight. And we, well, we yeah, just to let the, the listeners much. know, there's a, a case that Dan and I have been involved in of a missing woman. And it wasn't long that... She's been missing we, for, what, 30 years? 30 years. And we just gave yeah. Dan here a name. The other Dan. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dan me, oversized Dan, Dan and normal sized Dan, and and we had normal sized Dan sort of coming out with information that we'd known for a while. Yes, and he actually. So I have been given a message that I know who the killer is, and it wasn't long that we you absorbed that name. Next, you know, he says his first name is this, and bam, he had it. Yeah, he had the middle initial. Yeah, he's already onto the last name, so we know this guy's legit. Just for so the listeners know, like he's pulling <laughs> yes. this stuff out real. Yes, he's yeah. uh, he's shocked, shocked and awed us at the, at the dinner table there. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. I want to say I'm flattered by that, but I know I've been able to do this for right a very long time. Yeah, yeah. it's still a very cool thing yeah. to be able. Well, to and do. and your you like your grandmother basically made it okay too, right? Yeah. She made it okay for me to not care what everybody else thought. Right, that's right. The one person in my life that I would always look up to that she passed away was my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And and she was always a guiding horse and don't care what your friends say if you can see yep. their friends or whatever else. Yep. So be it. They want to tease you for it. They want to bully you for it. They want to whatever. Then shut it down for a while yeah. and move on. And nothing's harder when you're a kid too if she said, look, you're being stupid. You're being silly. You know, Because I had some of that when I was a kid. And you shut it down. And also, parents will shut it down, too, for the dumbest reasons. Like, you get They don't believe. Yeah, they don't believe. Or it's, you know what? It's bedtime. Just go to bed. I don't, I don't want to hear about this guy that came in your room I, and told you something. It scares the parents. Uh, yeah. See, you know. yeah. with my situation, my mom was all for it. Yeah. yeah. She loved it. And she, she encouraged it. But when we had that nasty guy at our house, and we had that psychic medium come in and move him, she ordered me to shut it down until I was 21 years old. Yeah. The medium did or your mother did? Medium did. Yeah. She yeah. said, you need to shut it down. She said, I don't want you watching any horror movies. And I was 13 years old. She said, I don't want you to watch any horror movies, read any Stephen King did novels. Did she tell you why? Because I can tell you why. Because <clears throat> it, it would open up my antenna. And who, the guy that we cleared from the home, he would just come right back in. And at that age, you don't have an ability to decide which spirit you want to let in. Mm-hmm. So if you, you open everything, if you open the antenna, you get everything. Mm-hmm. Versus, I have a bit of an ability now to say, okay, so I'm gonna open it up, but I don't want negative Charlie, or I don't want. Right. Who, but we walked into the place we had dinner at tonight, and I was able to say that that guy in the basement. This is his name. This is what he's done to the one waitress. Oh yeah. Yeah, the waitress but, confirmed but everything. She's yeah. going, <laughs> but. He has something to do with the theater that we're sitting in tonight and a fire that occurred here. I'm going to go home. And how many the, times, the other thing and, I do this... And how many times has this place burned down, Danny? Uh, this is the third building on this lot yeah. that I know <laughs> of anyway. So, yeah. And I think there was probably something here stable-wise or horse-stable-wise before yeah. it was even a theater. Yeah, most But I'm going to go home and do some looking into yeah. into figuring out. Because the other thing I'll do is if I, if I come across a spirit that I don't know or I get names for or whatever else... 
mm-hmm. I'm the journalist in me kicks in and goes and does sure. some research to figure out who I'm dealing yeah. with. So when we run into Tom at the Fergus Theater, the spirit there, this, the spirit yes. there that, that John had that, visit him at home. Yeah, yeah, he's an SOB. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He portrays that. Yeah, <laughs> he comes across like he comes fit, across yeah. as a very he, he yeah. portrays him like big seven foot eight foot big demonic. Yeah, mm. but he's not. He's just. I dude. do not believe in my heart that he would hurt you. He just wants to be left alone, right? And he chases other spirits. Yes, out of exactly. the exactly. Yep, Henry. Right. He, Henry, right? Yeah, the, the guy with no shoes. The guy yep. with no shoes, and he he's down by the. <laughs> he knows. He goes, ball. and he he actually goes. For the people in Fergus, and if you've seen a guy with no shoes, he roams between what is the Scotland Street Bridge and um, what used to be a a uh, Saint David a, Street, a tavern on Saint David Street, and, and he used to roam the whole downtown. But this Tom fellow has kind of scared him away. But now he roams that waterfront between what is Saint David Street and Scotland Street. So if you're walking through the the little walkways that are in there along. Um, I think it's Queen. If you walk along those, then you're liable to see them. <laughs> to see him. There's idea. there's four or five of them that are in along there. But the guy with no shoes, yeah. He, That's Henry. He's uh, yeah. He's a crusty old. Yeah. And, and it was something about his shoes. They stole his shoes when he died, right? Well, he lost his shoes in the river when he died. Is what is my understanding of, of what happened to him because he was a uh, a construction worker. It's really, really weird how many how many times construction workers or, or people that have tragic events happen to them they weren't expecting to die. They're the ones that stick around. Yes, I agree. It, the, agree. the ones that, that tragically go, they drown. Or yeah. they had, there's a guy in Bellwood that was um, injured or killed by a train. And he hangs around. Well, he didn't expect... The ones that suddenly get removed from this realm... Mm-hmm. Want to stick around and make sure the people in this realm are okay with it, right? As or okay with their passing. Um, listening to a show last night, uh, for what it's worth, it's uh, the late night show that I'm sure some of the listeners are more than with. Go ahead, with, say with, it. with with coast to coast last night, and one of the things their guest said was, um, tra- "People that are tragically killed want to know." Like we're talking suicides and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You think you're cause you're getting rid of your pain by committing suicide, and this is a whole different. I suffer from mental health issues, but um, in that vote, when you cross over, you're stuck to see the pain you leave everybody else behind. Right. So, right. in taking your life, it's like that person up at the uh, that was committed suicide up at the uh, place we were eating at tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, thought he was getting away from it all. Yep. But they get some of them, I say some of them, get trapped in that next dimension and have to see the suffering of the people they thought didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's another form of hell. Now, well, then, right? then it's almost. It's almost. An, it's, it's yeah. almost. An, and it's, the amount of guilt true. you feel when you walk into places like that, if, if you're yeah. a medium like me or a medium like yeah, John, you feel or, the guilt. and you pick up that, that guilt feeling, somebody there or some some spirit there has done something to harm themselves or feels guilty in some way over what they did. Um, maybe it's not what they did 
like suicide, but something they did when they passed before they passed away, mm-hmm. and they they feel guilty about something they did in their lifetime, and got stuck here, and now that's the overwhelming feeling. You walk into a place and you get a feeling of, of joy or a feeling of, and you see a spirit. Well, the overwhelming overwhelming feeling they died with is they were happy. Mm-hmm. The yeah. ones that that you walk in, and you get are, are dark or they're black or like you have somebody yeah. black following you around right now. Yeah, they died and they were angry, yeah. or they were angry about dying because they felt like they didn't get to finish their yeah their yeah. task. Mm-hmm. That's right. See the yeah. spirit that tormented me when I was a kid growing up. He committed suicide in the basin, and he was uh, uh, told. Uh, and you knew about him when he was about six, didn't you? When you were you, you met him when you were five or six, and he tormented you to like 13, 12 or thirteen years old. And he didn't let you alone. He made nightmares. He gave you, he gave you. Uh, Did you listen to the podcast? No. <laughs> yeah. I've told you I've listened to seven minutes of your podcast previous to this. Yeah. yeah. Um, he gave me terrible, terrible nightmares. Yeah. He was a, a chronic drunk. He was abusive to his wife and his kids. And he moved things in your bedroom. That I can't. I don't. Re- uh, I don't now, recall if he did. I say that he moved things in your bedroom. Or something as simple as dead still night, and your curtain would move, or your light would your light would fail when you think it should be working. If you had like a reading light or whatever. Mm. But the biggest thing he did was give you nightmares. Well, nightmares were terrible. And, and he may not be the person that the medium cleared when she came and helped clear the air and told you to shut it down. I think there was a second person that she moved along to that was even worse than him. But once once she showed up to clear that person, I don't know he that took person off. Would be he though. took off too. So the person that was causing you the nightmares left when she cleared, but she also cleared another person that wasn't as bad or was worse from the house too. Hmm. So I don't know to the effect of how that now, was related to you. What what are you getting right now that you're you you, you said something about um previous about being 13 and somebody telling you to shut it down. Right. And I fired that information around to my spirit guys to say what was going on just so I could kind of relate to what was going on with right. you at that age okay. and why you would be told to shut it down. And they came back with the guy was in your dreams and causing you issues. And you would sometimes possibly end up with bruises that didn't make sense. Or saw. or soreness in your body that didn't make sense when you were good. But if you played sports and stuff, you would just... you. You'd write it off to being that. Well, um, but, the, but the biggest thing that came across from them was the nightmares. Hmm. Was the but the point that I was I was going with or trying to make? You know, John, you you said uh, that guy that committed suicide in the in the pub, like that's his own little private hell. Like yeah. he he might be reliving that every night, right? Yep. So with this guy that tormented me because he was such a, a a bad drunk and abusive, and when this woman, this medium that came to the house, channeled him. He was full of guilt. She became him, and she started talking like him. Yeah, I remember. And she, her whole demeanor changed. She curled into herself. Her her hands got all bent and like arthritic, and she started dry heaving and retching. She's like, "F you!" And like, there's just something like a a terrible drunk. Like if you ever watch Cops or whatever, you see these. You know, they're dragging this guy off the sidewalk, and he's covered in his own. Did she say he was guilty, or he felt guilty? For no, some of the no, stuff she that didn't he say did. anything. She was, she became oh, him. Great, wow. And, but uh, he might have felt guilty about beating his wife and his kids and being a terrible father. But uh, she, you know, that might have been his own private hell too. Right? As weird as it sounds, mm-hmm. the nightmares you would get from him and the things that he would 
we're almost to make we're in his way to make you stronger. Because he beat his kids, he he beat his kids, and he well, then, and, and he beat down his kids. It's just, but in reenacting them through you, as much as it was an absolutely horrible experience for you, and thank God the medium came along and moved them along and told you to shut it down until you were twenty one, because mm-hmm. you didn't know what you were bringing in. You look back on those, yeah, they were they weren't great memories, but they do make you a part of who you are today. If that didn't happen to you, would you still believe that you could do what you do? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if he hadn't come through you and, and caused you these, and the medium hadn't come in and told you to shut it down and bring it back up when you were 21, would you still be the ghost hunter that you are today? So everything Who happens knows? to you for, everything well, I believe happens to yeah, you for a reason. And we say and, there's no coincidences. Everything's, you know, so everything's laid out. Maybe, right? and, and as much as I hate to say the message of being abused and everything else and the nightmares that, that caused those caused you, help you understand when people say to you well this is what's going on in my home or this is and you aren't as skeptic as you would be if something hadn't happened to you when you were younger right like a lot of the world it was part of his path a lot of the world is skeptic about what we can do the other thing too is and i've thought about this a lot i don't have any hate or animosity towards this guy Mm -hmm. he he is he was what he was and i'm not even sure if he knew what he was doing to me, do you know what I mean? I don't think. I think I was picking up on his his hell. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he might have been going through the same things, or I, I might have been seeing what he's going through. Who's seen the movie Groundhog Day? Me, everybody, yep. Yep. every yep, loved it. Things will happen over. The same yep. thing happens yep. over and over and over again until he does something different. Yep. Maybe they're giving you. There's a fine line between taking on the person i.e. your medium person took on his yeah, persona she, she channeled him and I'm not crazy. A, I, I, I believe in that but I don't think I'd ever want to do it thanks but I I'll pass Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a real pro <laughs> she I, knew what she was doing So and telling you to shut it down again when, when your kids are younger and we go back to what you say to parents if they continue to do this and they continue to say their friend through 9, 10, 11, 12 I believe as early as three, four, and five, you can pick up on seeing spirits and stuff, and mm-hmm. it gets trained out of you, or you're told it's wrong. But if they continue to do this at nine, ten, eleven, and twelve, you need to take them to somebody to say, okay, show them two main things they need to be shown. One, how to sort of channel the energy they're getting. Otherwise, you end up with whatever spirit wants to happen to communicate with you, and there are some not so nice spirits. Um, the other thing that that medium that you take them to needs to be able to do is assure them that they're not crazy. We're going to take a a quick break. Dan Gray with us from Fergus, a psychic medium. And Dan, we're going to get into some stories. You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. And we're back. Uh, Dan Gray is joining us here on the Phantom Faction Podcast, episode number 33. Three. <laughs> I gotta get that straight. Yeah, well. I kind of mixed we'll that up. We'll get there. The next one. <laughs> uh, Dan Gray, psychic medium. You come here prepared because you're carrying, a, I see a crystal around your neck. You're carrying a crystal as well. Yeah. That's your um, protection? That's the way I view it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at work, the sweater on my head works as a headphone holder too, but it's a, it's nice that you a good way to hide it, and the bosses didn't hear that. So, um, but I use the crystals as a, as a way to protect myself in, in places that I don't necessarily know. And reviewing some of the footage that you guys took from this place too, there are orbs that have, I want to say, the wrong color, right? The the darker blacks and browns and. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that when they're mixed with red, you want to avoid. Right. And that leads We've to only ever seen one. black and brown ones, haven't we? Yeah. Seen anyone, I've, I've any several mixed times with red. seen black ones buzz by your head. Really? In this place. I've seen several times buzz by your head. Oh, nice. I there, there, are two, there are two spirits now, and they won't bother us while we're doing this, and your equipment will work just fine. Some of the listeners here like to hear the, the scary ones. and I spent the last uh, almost 10 years of my life in Windsor and Essex. Mm-hmm. And you want a place that is surrounded by energy. If you go to Windsor, you're surrounded on three different sides by huge bodies of water. Right. All the railways for the province and and there. there. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the power lines that take stuff to Michigan mm-hmm. go through there. So you want, like, uh, Ghost Central. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, Windsor, Essex. Right. Although they'll tell you that Center Wellington and Ferguson Laura is some of the most haunted places in Canada. Mm-hmm. Windsor and Essex isn't far off. Um, they were also the home to the the Underground Railroad. Oh yes, one yep. of the first places That's that right. one of the first places that you were you were free in mm-hmm. was a church in Sandwich Town. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I took the initiative one day to go to said church alone. No protection, no crystals, no nothing. At that point in time, I didn't really much think about taking anything with me. So let's go see who's here. Mm-hmm. They used to have, and still there, an old floorboard where if the constables looking for them, the U.S. constables would come over looking for the, the underground railroad escapees, okay, sure. the slaves, the church would open this floorboard. They'd go in, they'd hide underneath, and they'd close it again. It looked like the church was empty. I went there, and I was talking with the curator. I'm talking six, seven, eight years ago now. And we were talking about some of these experiences. And the floorboard opened. By itself. By itself. There, there was not a thing. Like, people mm. go, well, that was, that was, well, no, no. It's, it's freaked the cure. He goes, that happens sometimes. Did the oh. ghost say, can, is they, the ghost They don't really now? say anything. <laughs> can I come out the, now? The, yes. the problem is, when they do things physical, it takes so much energy for them to do it. For sure. Right. It usually doesn't follow up with, hey, I got something to tell you. They're just telling you they're there. My ex-girlfriend and I bought a property, and I knew this was going to be a problem when... We bought it, but we bought it, and there was a railway and one of those main power towers within about 50 yards of the house. Oh, God, okay. Told her this was going to be a problem, and if she really wanted me to sleep at night, maybe this wasn't the brightest property in the world to purchase. Lots of trees, lots of... Power lines. Power lines, (laughs) railroad tracks, and everything else that attracts all the transients. The lady, the old lady that owned the house said, oh, yeah, by the way, it's haunted. And I didn't think a whole lot of it. And the lady across the street said, you don't want to buy that house. It's haunted. Mm-hmm. And well, you were fully aware of your gifts at that I, time. I knew, too, right? I knew exactly what I was doing. It was yeah, just like so. seven years ago. I, I'm like, perfect. I can move the person along. We'll clear it all up and we'll have no problems. I did move them along after being told that it was the former homeowner had a massive heart attack on the back deck or just off the corner of the back deck. And he's haunted the house ever since. And the wife was so sad to leave and... Mm-hmm. He was mad that we bought the house. And so I said to the ex-girlfriend, I said, I'm going to move this person along. They're no longer, person that we're here for attached to, no longer here. Angry? You could say so. 
Mm-hmm. Clocks dismantled from walls, thrown in general directions over wow. my head. Um, Where the clock threw the, <laughs> the neighbor said, you're not the first one. Oh, no. I guess he threw, shortly after his death, he threw a clock at her. Mm-hmm. But I, I told my now ex-girlfriend to, to buzz off for a few hours. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move this person along. And that's probably the scariest experience I've ever had with dealing with angry ghosts. What are we I, looking at as a clock like, here? What like we're talking clock, like we? um, probably eight or nine inches in diameter. Yeah. One of the ones you could buy a dollar store, you just toss yeah. it along. Oh, okay. But yeah. for them to have the energy to literally yeah. pick something up yep. <laughs> and throw it in the general direction of the white candle and flame and protection that I had around me mm-hmm. is a lot of... Yeah. But he had help with those power lines being there too, right? There's given energy sources. If you go to a place, and, and maybe you're a medium listening to this, and if you're a medium listening to this, and I'm going to give you a tip, if you go to a place that has... A given power source. Power lines, railway tracks, mm-hmm. anything that has a source of energy. And somebody's asking you to move somebody there, make sure you bring as much protection as possible. Right. Because they can draw off that constant energy. Mm-hmm. There is a constant ability for them to have some sort of power source. So they don't ever have to struggle for something to fight you with if they don't want to go. Mm-hmm. So for our listeners, other than the crystals, what would you If I go in to move protection? a place, if I, if I go in to move a spirit, I take a white candle and light it. My, my, my strategy is always to draw them closer so you can communicate more efficiently with less energy to them and make them see, give them a point of light to focus on to move forward into another dimension. Uh, some mediums will tell you they don't use anything and you just walk in and you say, I put a light around me and ask you to move on. I find that works too. And I can do that in, in a, I say a pinch because I like having my candle. I find if you give them something to focus on so that they're not scatterbrained mm-hmm. or not trying to use their energy on a lot of different things, it gives them the energy to cross to a different dimension a little bit easier, a little bit more of a, I don't want to say hypnotizes them, but they they have to focus on, on you. They don't have to focus on you and what are you doing to the place that I'm in and and da 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 like you guys will walk into a into a building and you'll pick up five or six or seven orbs of energy. Like we're this, sitting in one. Like yes, I appreciate place. that we're sitting in one. <laughs> I, I, I'll sit here and do a blank stare where you're talking and I'm telling them to okay. buzz the heck off for a few minutes <laughs> because otherwise technology has tendencies to go sideways mm-hmm. um, when that. you're sitting here. Yep. We've lost half of our podcast. You've lost half before. your podcast. <laughs> yep. He'll go he'll go home and he'll go, I'm sure they said something about this, but it's not there. Yeah, I've had that happen. Would you suggest even lighting the white candles when you do investigations? Yeah, if you, if you go, not necessarily light them, have them with you. I, I say that because when you're doing an investigation, you want as much activity as possible in hopes that you're going to catch it right. on whatever device. But if somebody says comes to you and says, I have a ghost in my basement, I'm sure it's just one ghost. Can you please come investigate and maybe move them along? I have done this. Bring the candle with you. Try and investigate. See what you can find. Talk to them. What's happened? What are they trying to say? Make sure it's not somebody trying to send them a message first. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've, I've sent ghosts along trying to send a message, and guess what? They just come on back. Yep. Um, once you've determined they aren't trying to send a message to the homeowner, they're just stuck there for some strange reason, it, in your guys' cases, when you do the hunting, try and catch whatever you can, then light your can and say, okay, it's, it's time for you to, mm-hmm. to move forward, move on. You've had your fun. You've moved your, fo- you've moved your energy. You've used your energy to, to torment these people. Focus on me. Focus on what I'm telling you. Focus on the light and move towards light and find another purpose. 
we all have a purpose here. In this dimension, we have a purpose. In their dimension, they have a purpose. Right. Whether it's to console the people they left behind, whether it's to teach somebody a lesson, whether it's to be vengeful, whether it's to be demonic, because they're really beyond help. Uh, I strongly believe the, the ghost we talked about earlier was it was sort of demonic for you. The one that was into your what dreams and stuff was a very... Yes, he was a drunk and everything else, but he, coming back to he was a very demonic individual. It takes a lot of energy to put yourself into somebody's brain, into somebody's head, into somebody's dreams, mm-hmm. to, to move a curtain, to change a light bulb, to, to do whatever they want to do. And I'm not saying they change light bulbs, but to play with lights. <laughs> yeah, we know yeah. what you mean. It yeah. takes a lot of... That's that they suck energy, and then they use the energy they suck to to, to get mm-hmm. your attention. You may have washed a window. This one came to me. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine, years ago, said to me, I washed my windows on Saturday. And I'm like, where are you going with this? He knows I'm a medium. And he mm-hmm. says, I said, it's great. You washed your windows. We all do it. He says, that's nothing. He says, the next morning I woke up and I love you was written in the window. Hmm. In, like, the fog yeah. that comes. He says, it was written, I love you. It was like 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. I said, somebody was trying to tell you something. Yep. Um, a farmer just outside of Bellwood, and I'll leave names out. Tractor started in his barn, backed out of his barn, on its and own? started going down the driveway. Are <laughs> you can imagine? On its own. Wow. Old, old style tractor. Yeah. And I said, somebody was trying to get your attention. I said, you should, you like, first thing, are you, yeah. uh, are you drunk? Yeah. You know, no, 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 it happened. And then. Talk about it, a lot of energy. Holy jumping. Yeah. yeah. But once you get the motor going, burning the fuel is your source of energy. Yeah. There's a source. Right yeah. There's a source for them to draw off of. What, I was never able to go down and find out what that spirit was. I believe it was a transient farmer mm-hmm. that was just passing through and thought he'd have some fun. That have you ever run into something really dark and quote unquote demonic? I mean, you said the, the getting the clocks thrown at you was the scariest thing. Yeah, he was pretty close to but, the most. But. <laughs> but. How does Dan know there's a but? There's always a but. There's, there's always a but. A, there's always a but. <clears throat> because you mentioned the D word to me earlier when in just when regular conversation. You know, that's always a concern there. for a lot of paranormal investigators to come into, you know. If you and I hate, to use, I hate to use the D word. but Demonic. Yeah. It is, it is, it is out there. Yeah. I mean, Michelle degree. Michelle de Roche calls them growlies. <laughs> right? She doesn't I've like, heard lots of words for She them. doesn't like to use uh, the D word uh, either. Growlies <clears throat> over aggressive, um, temperamental. Because you're sitting um, next to the guy who's seen them all. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I hope, well, hope I'm done with them for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. You're not, but we'll, talk, yeah. we'll cross yeah. that afterwards. Just outside of where I grew up, there's a um, gentleman who, I want to say gentleman, but he's not a gentleman. Is he a deceased gentleman? He is a deceased okay. gentleman. Okay, so he's a ghost. He's a ghost. Uh, he's actually a demonic ghost. He was killed doing something with the river, whether it was a drown or whether it was a bridge builder or whatever else. He may have something to do with that lady we talked about in Bellwood Pointing. Okay. Because he's in Bellwood too, and you don't want to cross him. It's almost like a shape-shifting type situation. But he was a, a person. He was a person he at some passed point. away. He passed away. And he's converted I don't know into his, something He's converting dark. it into a very dark energy, and I don't understand... And I've run into him a couple times, only when I was younger. I haven't run. Into, I haven't gone back. <laughs> I don't want to go back to where he's at. Okay. Thanks, but if he's there, I could probably. I, I want to say I could probably move him, but I don't want him to hear that and say, "Ah, I teach yeah, you." Take it as a challenge. It, it becomes might, a challenge. He, he might need some help. Don't challenge them. If you come across one that's demonic and you don't want to deal with it, don't deal with it. Don't challenge. But don't ever say, "Ha, oh, I can beat you." That's a no-no. Don't say, "I know what your story is going to be." 
Don't say, I'm going to guess this is what you're going to say. Don't, don't say, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't believe you. Because telling people on the other side, I don't believe you, they're going to laugh at you and go, okay, well, mm-hmm. I'll tell the next person. But definitely don't challenge that. Don't, don't do the... Don't do the Zach Beggins, <laughs> go ahead, scratch me, and do all this nonsense, oh, right? Man. Like, there, there, there's an extent where you can say, try and move the... Like, why don't we... What would dinner, like, we let's have, move the beer, yeah. beer bottle. We you know ask them to try and move stuff all the time. Yeah. But we don't do it, like, in a negative. Like, we but, don't say, but it's better to say, hey, if you're here, can you can you make the lights flicker? If you're here, yeah, can you... Yeah, that's what we do. Something very simple. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the amount of... Energy and it all goes back to energy. It's an energy source thing. To move a beer bottle across a table is a lot. To do something that they're collecting energy from, ask them to do something simple, mm-hmm. and it's a whole lot easier for them to do than say, "I bet you you can't do this right now." Yeah, and I'm sure Kelly would tell you the same thing. Yeah, don't challenge them. Don't pick but a you know fight what? with them. Kelly Elson says she has never come across anything negative, anything dark, any non-human entities. You know, she's then, a very white light. Sure. And then we get people who, they're like, oh yeah, I see that stuff all the time. I see these ghouls and these wraiths and these demonic looking furry things with horns. And it's like, well, why doesn't Kelly Elson see them? Uh, I think Kelly you know, is very well trained yeah, to right? pick up what, what, and this she's is... She's all about picking up grandma she, and grandpa. And your, positive your, energies. Yes. And I think when they natural... tell you to shut down what you shut down at 13, that's because you didn't know what to pick up. You didn't right. know how to pick But she also up. said to John, she said, you know, when he was having his issues with, with the poltergeist at his place, she said, send him send him to spend a few days with me, right? And she said, I'll, I'll like, teach it him. It literally I'll shut teach down him a the lesson. minute she walked in my yeah. door. And I think her natural gift is, like you said, an incredible white light, right? I would imagine she has a lot of strong spirit guides. And I don't think they too. even want to bother yes, with her a lot. Because yeah. Yeah. there's easier targets will, out there. The bad ones run away from her. I agree. Uh, and I, I've never been able to tell her this, but I, I strongly believe the really negative ones run away from her because she's a very positive person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, She's a very positive thinker. She's a very positive medium. She's a very positive, it's grandma and grandpa, everything's saying nice, everything else. Yeah. And because she's that white of a light, right? the really dark ones go, <laughs> we'll yeah. see you later. Yeah. yeah. And, and they run because of that. Yeah. And they don't come back because, oh, and she doesn't go, go away. Like, and she doesn't go looking for the negative stuff too, right? Right. I don't like think Michelle so. DeRoche. I don't think I go looking for it. it well, like happens. Michelle DeRoche, she yeah. actively pursues them. She's yeah. like, come at me, bro. Well, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and, and in what you guys do, you actively pursue the ones that want to talk to you or ones that want to communicate. To sometimes. You, you go <laughs> looking for places that are haunted, hoping yeah. that somebody will come across and say, this is what we want to tell you. on the." And yeah. I agree with what you guys do in trying to find them and locate them yeah. and identify them. And hopefully if they want to be moved on, move them along. Yeah. See, but we, I, I say with even John's story there, you were at a very weak moment in your life and... I mean, they prey on the weak. Warm, warm right down. Yeah, yeah. it's exactly warm me down, and then I was everything yeah. they wanted. Right? Here's the million-dollar question for you, Dan. Dan number three. Uh-oh. <laughs> I got... Can I have your reading glasses for a second, Mr. <laughs> yes, Beeman? Yes, you can. Oh, no. So I got a an email from a, a listener, and uh, hopefully I won't... You guys keep talking, and maybe I'll... Uh, it's, take, take a close look at your life. Mm-hmm. What, what What's causing you at this moment to be weak, depressed, down? Are you sick? Are, is somebody you care about sick? Are you yeah. divided? Is your energy divided in a lot of different ways? See, right? that, that's part yeah. of my problem. If your energy gets divided in a lot of different ways, they're going to prey on that because they find a way in. Your energy is like an antenna. The more ways that you 
divide it the wider your antenna is, which is why I say go sit on the grass and focus just on one thing. Focus on what that, because you're focusing all your energy on whatever that one person wants to talk to you. Sometimes it won't be pretty, mm-hmm. but at least you're getting it. Like if your energy is divided between a thousand different things, your antenna is so wide oh, open, yeah. you're going to pick up some of those bad, That's demonic, right. exactly. yeah. not so great ghosts. Okay. Yeah. So now that we've got Dan number three, our expert here, <laughs> I just got this email today. So this okay. might be a sign, right? Yep. No this might be uh, one of those no coincidence things. <laughs> And this lady has said, you guys go right ahead and talk about this. She says, just leave my name out of it. And I wish I could say her name because she's got the coolest name I've ever seen in my life. We'll say it off the pod. Like, look at that. <laughs> Isn't that cool? <laughs> that is like the wickedest name ever. But we'll just say she's from Massachusetts. So she says, dear, Jan- dear Dan, John, and Danny, I love your show and I've been listening since I heard John's story on Jim Harold's campfire. I'm running with you the hopes that you can bring some relief to me, my boyfriend, and our home. She says, there has been negative energies and forces at play since I moved in about six months ago. When I would be there home alone during the day, the doorbell would ring. But within the few seconds it took me to move from the couch to the door, there would be no one there. She says, this happened on at least two occasions. Uh, Shortly after those incidents, I began staying at my boyfriend's house, the house we currently live in. And, it's haunted too. And move. <laughs> you just be quiet there for a second. And uh, so it's she, actually haunted more says, than the first one. It, you be quiet, goddamn psychics. <laughs> it was during this time that I went through a strong bout of anxiety and depression, which stemmed from a toxic work environment. I took a leave of absence from that job and was home, our current home, all of the time. Around this time, that I started hearing scratching noises in the attic and over, over our bedroom and bed. They started off small, and to me, it sounded like a squirrel was in the attic. It's not the scratch, the scratching, <laughs> always be. Don't freak the poor girl out either, okay? <laughs> my boyfriend would leave the house to head to work around 4:30 a.m. The scratching would never happen before he left. When I told him about it, he said the mice were probably coming in for the fall and was going to spread some bait <laughs> in the attic. I told him that I didn't think mice were up there, as the sound seemed like it was coming from a larger animal. He put bait down, yet the scratching not only continued, it got louder and eventually began moving from overhead to down the interior bedroom walls. It got so loud that I would turn the TV on to combat the noise. During this time, I was also experiencing sleep paralysis. Fun stuff. One morning after my boyfriend left for work, I turned the bedroom TV on to drown out the scratching noises. I could never fall back to sleep after he left for work until he sent a text that he arrived to work safely. Another morning I was wide awake and heard the scratching loudly and coming from the interior wall that the TV was plugged into. I turned the TV on and within minutes I felt my head being pushed into the pillow and the bed. I tried to overcome the pressure but wasn't successful. A few hours later, I woke up and wondered why the TV was off. Not only did I find that the TV no longer worked, I got off the bed on my boyfriend's side and saw that his laundry basket was flipped over and the clothes were spread along the side of the bed. Had it been this way while he was getting ready, he would have picked up the basket and the clothes. But there's no way for the basket to have organically fallen over with clothing spilled alongside the bed. Another incident happened. I was wide awake, lying in bed, no TV on. It was later in the morning around 9 to 10 when I heard scratching louder and louder. It moved from over the bed to down the wall. Then I heard small tippy taps on the hardwood floors and my eyes grew big, but I was afraid to move. I then felt something jump onto the bed and the pressure of it (laughs) walked over to me. These are all things that we've all gone through. Uh, It felt like it jumped on me and was pushing my head down. I tried to turn my head around 
to face the window, but I couldn't. When I opened my eyes, I was facing the windows and my boyfriend was sitting next to me facing the windows. He had his head in his hands and he was sobbing and he was shirtless. I reached over and hugged him and asked him why he was home and why he was shirtless. When he finally took his hands away from his face, it wasn't my boyfriend. Oh. It, it was a quote unquote dream, but felt very real. I called my boyfriend later that day and asked him to pick up some sage after work. Fast forward to later that Good evening, work. my boyfriend asked if we, you're going to get a smack in a minute. My boyfriend asked if we wanted to sage the house that night, but I was tired and said to wait, but at least we had some sage now. We sat down to eat dinner in front of the TV in the living room and put on a show. Uh, a minute later, the TV shut off and we just slowly turned to look at one, in, one another. Fast forward even later, uh, after going out for dinner and drinks, my attitude and personality seemed to be annoyed and enraged at the drop of the hat. So yeah. whatever this is, is affecting her, her yeah. moods too, Experience right? That too. So. Affecting me as these outbursts and behaviors were gross exaggerations of how I would normally act or react. He said that he would talk to quote unquote her when he got home. I asked why he thought it was a female spirit and he said because I'm the one being affected, not him, so that it must be a female. I disagreed. Eventually these outbursts resulted in a huge incident between the two of us since then. And finally she said to herself, you have no power over me. I still heard noises around the house and felt a presence, but I, I feel almost back to myself, calm and mostly anxiety free. However, about three or four weeks ago, my boyfriend and I got into a disagreement while I was drinking. And I asked him, why are we even together? And he, re he replied, I don't know. His voice and effect were different. We had a slightly heavy conversation on the short drive home. When we pulled up to the house, the bedroom lights were on. Our bedroom was on the second floor and faces the street. When I saw the lights on, I knew whatever it was, was back and was waiting. I went upstairs to find the bedroom lights on and the TV was on. We we're always sure to turn everything off, except for a couple of lights in the living room and entrance. I saged the house that night. Are you all right there, sunshine? I saged the house that night, but I did not think it worked. She says, now he is withdrawn, smoking several cigarettes a day, when he typically smokes one to two a day. He has no motivation when he gets home. He's typically a go-getter and finishes projects quickly. He wants to stay home instead of going out, pulled away from our relationship in a big way, so much so that I almost feel uncomfortable in the house. He has issues sleeping, which may be undiagnosed sleep apnea, but his restlessness and insomnia has escalated. I feel like whenever or whatever was attached or attacking me has latched onto him. I asked if it would be okay if I had a priest or pastor bless the house, and he said he didn't feel comfortable with someone performing an exorcism in the house. He believes in the paranormal, yet seems to be uncharacteristically lackadaisical about the entire situation. I truly feel that something is not right and would greatly appreciate your advice to get help for ourselves and get our home healthy again. And then she says, I forgot to mention there was a Ouija board in the house among the kid games, but I've never used the board and when asked, he and the kids also said that they'd never used the board. I made him get rid of the board. He said he threw it in the neighbor's garbage, which was upsetting because that was way too close to home. So I've yet to see the board back in the cabinet, so I hope it's gone for good. If you'd like to use the story, please keep my identity anonymous. Many, many thanks for your podcast and for any insight that you can provide. Dear Anonymous. Dear Anonymous, <laughs> with the coolest name ever. Dan, Dan here's gotten all kinds of messages, you can tell. I'm, go some, I'm going uh, to give you a little bit of comfort, then I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. Don't do the priest and pastor thing. That doesn't work. Go find a medium. Go find just somebody like myself who, who can come in and... 
connect. Sort of guide these spirits to a uh, different place. Now, John's what I'm house. picking up, and, and <laughs> don't send them to John. John's got enough going. John's, John's got enough going. John's house for way more. Just tapping into to what was said in the email, I believe very strongly that you have you have two spirits. You have a child who jumps on the bed, which is why you would feel like your head is being pushed into the pillow in different pressure waves because he's jumping on you while you're trying to sleep. Um, he isn't necessarily the problem. I mean, he's fairly. And I say he, it could be a she, but the, the smaller spirit, which makes me believe it's a child, has nothing to do with the scratching, has nothing to do with the, just the pressure and jumping on the bed and stuff and knocking the, the clothes basket over, that was the kid too. Your problem is the male spirit. And he's, I want to say probably 35, 40 years old. He's, um, something happened to him or, and he's very, very resentful. So when you were getting angry and when you were getting very, um, Moody, and now, and now, now it's it's attached to your boyfriend or your significant other, wherever you stand. Um, he's trying to portray whatever happened to him through one or the other of you, and he feels very guilty about it, but he can't stop doing it. Scratching, turning, scratching is get, trying to get your attention. TV lights and stuff is just getting energy for himself to keep doing these things. Right, right. A medium. And unfortunately, I'm not a remote viewing medium. And I, I, I get these things and I can be told kind of what's going on. But I can't move this person along for you from this place in Canada. But if you were to pick up a, or go get a, a, a even a moderately talented medium, they would be able to help move these two spirits if the child wants to go. And the child's not going to harm you. He's jumping on the bed as long as you don't mind things being... Moved around and stuff. Getting rid of the Ouija board, good idea. Mm -hmm. um, generally speaking, people attach demonic things to a Ouija board, and eh, I never had a whole, whole lot of experience with it that way. But if you believe that, and and what you said, and what you said in the email that was really, really, is you can't affect me. And when you said to the spirit that you can't affect me, he then started to affect your significant other, your boyfriend. He started to change his mood. But she did mood. have the right mindset, though. And you have to have that mindset that, that it's it's a it's very borderline challenging them that you can't affect me. Oh yes, we can. Mm -hmm. Watch. Well, the spirit didn't affect her, but it affected her boyfriend, who now affects mm -hmm. her. Part of what I believe your boyfriend's issue is, and this is, he can call me out on it, I can come back, I don't care. It's that going back to what we started at the beginning. I don't want to seem like I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't want to admit to other people that, that I believe in these things. And, and you're not crazy. These things are happening. They're obviously happening. You're seeing it. He's seeing it. You're feeling it. He's feeling it. They're there. Get the help you need. If you feel strong enough that you want to get some white candles and try it on your own... <laughs> Burn the sage, do the white candles, grab some incense, lavender incense. Feel free. Or even just some regular lavender from outside. It's a calming It's a calming scent. Because it's the, the intent behind it. It's to calm. It's to calm the energies and then you can maybe move them along. In the case of the male, I'm not necessarily sure you want to try to do that on your own. Again, get in touch with somebody who does this a little bit more professionally than, than just I'm the sure amateur. I'm sure it wouldn't be too hard for her to find. It wouldn't so. be very hard for you to find you anybody. Know, go on Craigslist or Kijiji or Kijiji, Craigslist, Facebook, or, or just Google ask, search it. You know what? There might be a, 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 an occult shop or mystic uh, in, in you know, town. shop in if you're, and go talk to them. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> that would be my advice for you. But yeah, you have two spirits, and I'm getting it's a father and and a child, and not necessarily his child, but it's a it's a child. But the the father is very resentful and very very um not angry. Angry is not the right word because he's not physically he's, do you harming. Think, fi- think he's attracted to her in a way? I don't think he's attracted to her. I think he's stuck in the spot. He's stuck in in the but area, he's, and he's, he's just her. he's just taken from where she was at and now she's added a problem with having another the child where she's at now so instead of having one that she could have dealt with at her place she's dealing with two and the child and the, the they don't get along and it's just <laughs> but that if you're looking for a little bit of help that that would be where i would go with that is to definitely say you need to have a a mystic or a mystic or a medium come in and, and just see if they can move it along or get yourself some sand, get yourself some lavender get yourself some white candles and pick a nice night where you're quiet and say okay i know you tried to you can't affect me i'd like you to leave even not mm-hmm. and that doesn't work and then spend the 50 60 70 80 bucks and have the medium and if it's really causing you a problem i believe in not really charging people for what i do if i absolutely have to i will but come in and see if you can move it along yeah i, I get the sense it wouldn't be hard to move the, I, really, I, really, I don't think he's hard to move i, I think don't he's think just, it's like a he's, dark no he's he's no, not no. harmful he's incredibly frustrated that's what I get. So what yeah. you're getting? I get he's frustrated. He's just obviously he's all he's anxious, and and that's where the scratching. That, and is that's going, where right? she's getting the anxiety and the depression from. Right? He's kind of and now, he's, the, he, now the boyfriend is picking up on it. He's smoking because she chimney. said you cannot affect me. Yeah, and she has that belief in her brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went okay. Well, then I'll affect him. She's, she's yeah. stronger than the. Yeah, I'll get you. She's way. stronger than she's stronger than him. He's not stronger than him. So he could say you can't affect me. He's gonna laugh. It's a challenge. It's a male versus male thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where the help needs to come in. The smoking will go down. Once the spirit is gone, the smoking will go down. The, the, the way it was will come back. Right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. until that spirit is moved along, who's anxious and frustrated and... And now and, that the spring is coming to you, open up those... Open up the windows. Open up the blinds and the lights and the, and the windows and get some sunshine and some fresh air because that really helps too. But that's um, even something Michelle DeRoche told me recently. Another note for yeah. that anonymous was go get some cellulite. Go get some selenite. Selenite, and I can't say the damn word for the life of me. Yeah, but, black and, and I'm not so worried for black. But get a couple of selenite and just stick them around your bed, stick them around your room. You know, especially what, if that's where it's happening. And the most. even if there's not a like a, a it'll meta- metaphysical shop near it, you, you can buy it on Amazon. It, it'll at least give <laughs> you know. Once you get it, take it to a body of water and cleanse it. Put it in some sunlight for 12 to 24 hours and charge it. Then put it on either side of your bed and at least give you some sort of protective circle over your bed mm-hmm. so it can't affect you while you sleep. Or selenite lamp. John has one. And yeah, and wonders, they're not so. bad either. And yeah. but just and again, something that beliefs, gives you, you gotta believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But something that gives you that protective bubble, protective surface over over your sleeping area. That mm-hmm. seems to be a interesting way to do it. That's when, right. And, and at least it's not bothering while you're sleeping. If it bothers you while you wake, if it bothers you while you're, that's yeah, another thing. But you have you have a zone in your home that is safe. Yeah, and you've got some sleep because sleep when that you start losing that, then the whole you thing lose the just energy. starts going everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It affects you more. Yeah, so thank you very much for the email from Miss Anonymous with the cool, very cool name. Yeah, yeah. And, hope and, that uh, helped. I'll email her and tell her to make yeah. sure to listen to this podcast for yeah. sure. There was one question I wanted to ask Dan because uh, lately, when you and when me and Big Dan first started doing this, I was seeing spirits and I wasn't seeing anything too negative, right? And now it seems like I all I see is negative. Your energy is divided. Yeah, mine's divided. Just curious for you. Do you ever see shadow people or, or th- you, so you see that stuff too, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and I find that's why I went back to what I was saying earlier. If you're finding you're seeing more negative than you are seeing positive or you're getting, 
take a look inside, figure out. Yeah, like I've, what, I've went through a frustrating period with a, a company that was shorting me money every month, and, take, you know, and that was a massive source of frustration, right? Take a look yeah. inside, take, take, figure out where your energies are all divided and try and tidy some of that up. Yeah. Try and tidy up some of the loose ends so your energy can be less divided. Because the more energy that you spend in a divided sense is just opening your antenna to just about anything that happens to be out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And spend that time once a week, once a month, and whatever I, you, you have to focus. You know, I might focus. be surprised to find out how many people, you know, who are experiencing what this lady is going through and her boyfriend and other people out there, like how much of that is going on? Like we're... There's negative oh, energies. Clinical depression. Yeah. Clini yeah. Things. You uh, can't blame everything on the spirit world. No, but, but and you're not. And I'm not. But, but, there's a chunk but there is a lot to be said about getting outside, getting sunlight, yeah. going, laying in the grass, yeah. hugging a tree. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as, grounding as yourself. Grounding, grounding yourself. Right. Grounding. We call it grounding as, yourself. As funny as it sounds. You know, take and, uh, take your take your shoes off and put your bare feet on the ground. Yeah, yep. And it does wonders. Put yep. put a hand on a tree and a bare feet on the ground and just listen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go lay because out in the park in the sun. Listen to the birds. If you do that, though, put you your know. feet flat on the ground. Alrighty. Yeah. Put your feet and your hands flat on the ground and just ground yeah. yourself. Yeah, just ground. Yeah, because yeah. that helps towards attachments too. Negative attachments is the most. Yeah. The most nerve endings in your feet, minus a few private area or in your body, minus a few <laughs> private areas, is your hands. Yeah. And the soles of your feet. Yeah. If you can put those to the ground, yeah. and let the energy of the net, the neutral energy. Yeah. Don't that is the don't earth. hump the grass in the park because you'll probably get arrested. Probably yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the rest of your clothes. Charge on. your Keep battery. Rest in your... All right, John. <laughs> okay. I, Stop running around I the park turn naked. I got over. I was a long way around. I didn't get it. Right. Okay. You're not a sundial. <laughs> exactly. I got too much time on my hands. Yeah. But... All right. We're gonna wrap things up. Uh, I gotta uh, thank you, Dan, once again uh, no for coming in. That was uh, always great. Some uh, great information mm -hmm. uh, for everybody. And we hope you come back. Thank you, Castbox, for uh, featuring us. And uh, they're still featuring us. I yeah, noticed. They are. Yeah. And for, we got a lot of new subscribers. Yeah. Any of the new subscribers listening, check out the Facebook page if you've missed it. We're yeah. connect with us there. We got all kinds and of. And anybody right? who on Castbox who has subscribed since in the past. Two weeks. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been yeah, featured. You know what? We, we were we were trying to get to that hundred mark, and now we're almost at one. Almost one twenty now. Yeah. I'll make and, uh, myself my information available on your Facebook page too. Yeah, that would be great. All right. So. Very cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. and just so, hey, we can vouch for this guy. Like we sat down with Dan, and he told. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Within minutes, like we said about this missing person. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's naming off stuff, and there's no possible way. You could have ever no like you know this yeah. is unresearchable and he just started blasting it out yeah and don't yeah. forget uh, you know if you can support us go on the Phantom Faction Facebook page and uh, buy a T-shirt yeah you know we got some great T-shirts yeah we got some cool T-shirts beer money for April when we go to the uh, the Shockstock the Shockstock <laughs> yeah, Shockstock.com if anybody's going to be in the London area London Ontario April twenty sixth yeah please help us out with the beer money we'd appreciate we're going to be at Shockstock we're going to be talking to uh, David Howard Thornton, who is the actor from the movie Terrifier. You can find it on Netflix. Yeah. And if you're squeamish, don't watch it. If you don't like clowns if, like me. And if you don't like clowns like John, don't Drink watch a lot it. Of beer, hence the beer and money. if you have an aversion to hacksaws and dismemberment, don't watch it. Yeah. But uh, and leave the kids out of the room hey, too. Lastly, before we go. <laughs> yes. So when we go to Shockstock. Yes. Okay, you're six seven, three hundred ninety business pounds. Yes. <laughs> I'm 5'11", 195, 
Yeah. Danny is a regular size human being, 5'8". 155. Okay, well, how are we dividing up the beer? Well, and, I need to and drink per- more. I know, so, so I, that's why we need this t-shirt money, because, like, Dan, if we do it I get 75% thirds thirds of the beer yeah, that's money. Right. That's right, Half exactly. the big Dan, the other two divide a quarter. Yeah, that's there right. you go, exactly. That's right. Okay, just want right. to put that out there. Folks, thank you very much. Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. 